Okay. What uh, what what episode are we on? I don't remember. <laughs> Is it tw- it's twenty something? Twenty three, twenty four. To the internet. This will be session twenty six. Session twenty six. We have in October. We we stopped recording. Yes. Uh, after my second surgery. I, I don't know. Just the the little drawing has uh, you with X's over your eyes. Yeah, that sounds about right. No, uh, you you had recorded a couple at the end of September after I had surgery. It, was that the was the last one with Eric or not? In October. Yeah. It's a dance we know the moves. The bow, the dip, the woo. Yeah, well, yeah, me, me and Eric recorded one in September when we saw Fantastic Four. Right, and then we recorded another one with Eric, where I was on there, too. Yep. And we had more just ramblings on life and, you know, things. <laughs> yep, Project Animal Man. Project Animal Man, that's right. I forgot all about that. Okay, that's so this, this is episode 26, session 26. Yeah, so... So hello everyone and welcome hello. to session twenty six. It'll probably be a new year by the time this gets released, wouldn't you say? Uh yes. Yeah, so, it'll be a new year in like three days. I know, so there you go. Are you so, gonna have it out in three days? Nope. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> Happy New Year indeed. We'll we'll call it twenty fifteen the year of um not seeing anything. I don't know. I have a terrible <laughs> the, I don't, the sightless year. The sightless year, the blind, the blinded years, you know, oh, the the dark year, the dark years, the yeah. dark and fuzzy and slightly red year. Instead of the wonder years, it was the I wonder what's going on here. So. <laughs> wonder over yonder. It's a fine cartoon. It is a fine cartoon. Um, and, but uh, what's his name? Um, does not narrate it like he did in Wonder Years, though. Uh, I want to say Fred oh, Savage, and that was the wrong guy because oh, that was the one who started. You're thinking of uh, Daniel Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern. There it is. So Daniel Stern's going to narrate this uh, podcast. Is that what's going to happen? I don't. I don't think so. Oh, that's unfortunate. I could narrate it sternly. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and just occasionally say Daniel. 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 Um. So um. So what's going on, man? What do you, what, what 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 have you been uh, reading? You've been checking out any movies or anything recently? Ah, uh, me and Crichton just watched The Good Dinosaur. Oh yeah, and well, have you seen it? No, I have not. Uh, I just you can talk about whatever you want to talk about with it, though. I'll, I'm it's, fine. It's kind of a western. Oh well, and plus it's got Sam Elliott in it, so that even gives yes. more of the western feel to it. Of course, he he plays a uh, like a buffalo herding T Rex, right? With a uh, an oddly large facial scar, <laughs> and where he's uh, he's a T Rex, so mm-hmm. they couldn't give him a mustache. Mm-hmm. His upper teeth just overlap <laughs> his bottom lip, but not in like a goofy buck tooth kind of way. Right. In more of a, hey, if I could, I'd have a mustache right here. 
a subtle nuance to a mustache, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Hang on for a second. I, gotta, sure. I need to close this door, or I won't be able to hear you ever again. <laughs> Are you talking to me in the bathroom? Right now, yes, my head was in the bathroom, and now it's I, had, I had to close the bathroom door. Yeah. Okay, so good, good dinosaur. Um, worth good your floor. time, I think. Yeah. It okay. really, it really falls apart at the end. I I've noticed some. I've noticed this with some movies recently where like they they go all out for like three fourths of the film or like the the first two acts and then the third act starts and you're like we're balls to the wall let's do this and then you're like things got wrapped up a little too quick and a little too nice. Yes, this suffers from it kind of suffers from that at the beginning and the end. Like the the middle part of this movie Incredible. is 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 amazing. It's like like a modern day old yeller type of thing, you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, except in the end, you know, the dinosaur doesn't put the little boy down. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the, it's it starts out, you know, it's just that shot of the asteroid or the comet, the meteor, whatever you want to call it, missing the Earth. Right. But there's there's no voiceover, there's no narration, there's no explanation. And I'm looking over at Crichton, who's five, and I'm thinking, he, he doesn't know the significance of that. He's not getting right. it. Um, and then it, it flashes forward, you know, 65 million years later. And so the current time we would be in technically right about now. I, I think so, but nothing has evolved. Right. So it's not just that, oh, the dinosaurs never got wiped out. It's that nothing ever adapted Okay. as well, That's which weird. seems oddly stagnant. Like you don't want to think like, well, maybe dinosaurs are, are driving cars and crazy shit like that. Yeah, that's dinosaurs. what I don't get. It's like, oh, are they going to get thumbs or – nope. Right. Nope. So, so – they they skip the whole uh, extinction level event thing, and then, which is disputed by many people, one way or the other. I, yeah. I think it's accepted that something like that happened at some point in time by majority of people. But then you're also skipping the evolutionary advances that obviously happened because of said event too, because of different groups that species that survive. So it's like everybody's right. <laughs> like you can't have that. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. It, it plays it kind of fast and loose with with some of these things. Maybe they just didn't want to muddle their time too much with a kid's cartoon on it too, but like maybe just a little backstory would have helped it. You know, the the whole hmm, it the movie does not hinge on the asteroid missing. Okay. That, they make that, it to be, that, a, be that such a big deal. Five million year gap yeah. is irrelevant if you can accept a fictional world where cavemen and dinosaurs existed simultaneously. The Flintstones. Yes, but I think in this day and age, you know, or Kirk Cameron's uh, thing that he's got going in Cincinnati. Whatever. Well, yeah, the, I was going to say in this day and age, where the Creationist Museum is is a real thing that you know people go to, and they, if you just said, "Hey, you know, dinosaurs and people exist at the same time," I think most people would be like, "Okay, you know, I'm I'm all aboard. This is it's clearly an animated movie, right? Uh, they're not only do they exist at the same time, they're they're talking." Yeah, you know, <laughs> so it's like <laughs> whatever your su- willing suspense of delete or of, of disbelief is completely out the window at that point in time because you're accepting that there is a general communication skill between dinosaurs that we have. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I I don't know. I, um, like I said, the the middle part is pretty awesome, but the uh-huh. the end is is what got me because in maybe the last six minutes of the movie, and they're like, and it's over. <laughs> like what? What? What happened? 
just everything kind of gets gets wrapped up in a in a weird way. Okay. Um, like, like they want to make a sequel or just like no 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 it was pretty definitively like and we're done. Okay. I there's in the beginning of the movie there's this thing about oh you know the humans they're they're like vermin. Right. You know they they come in they steal our corn and all this. We're we're farmers. We're hardworking dinosaurs. Right. And the T-Rex says who scavenges off the of meat. <laughs> uh, but but there's none of that. There's no dinosaurs eating other dinosaurs. It's all the uh what would it be carnivores. They're now raising cattle. So Maybe they're like agro society something like that. Uh, kind of. I I don't I don't want to give 100% of it away for you much. Sure. Okay, sure. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, cuz part of it is worth your time. But yeah. in, in, in the end, you're like, okay, so the, the perceptions are going to change. Uh, the, uh, our main character, Arlo, our, our, the good dinosaur, he's going to go about this and, and say, hey, look, you know, I worked with this human. There's benefits. We're, we're good. Mm-hmm. And as they're almost home, he's like, no, go back to your own kind. Okay. They just say, no, you need to – it becomes the Jungle Book ending almost. But, yes, yes. The, but oddly paced. Yeah, it's, it is it, – now that you pointed out, it is very Jungle Book. It's like, hey, you know, we've gotten gotten to know each other and we can rely on each other. And we're best friends and I want nothing to do with you ever again. Oh, wow. And kids cry. Uh, Crichton got upset because, uh-huh. of course, there, there has to be a, a paternal figure that goes – you know, missing, mis- missing, yeah. or or you know, dies. Right. Uh, so Crichton got upset at that point. Uh, okay. Uh, we we watched Pan as well. Have you seen Pan? I have not. I'm a. I I really wanted to see it. Yeah. And was really disappointed to hear the reviews about it. But like, kind of like Fantastic Four, which I still haven't seen yet. I still really wanted to see, even though it got universally panned as pun intended. <laughs> um, you know, um, as terrible. I uh, we we watched Pan. Uh, mm-hmm. Crichton. He openly cried multiple times during Pan, because uh, there there are a, a couple of scenes where you know Peter's he, he misses his mom. Yeah, I mean, whole it's you know he's he's an orphan. He was dropped off, evil nuns, and he he dreams about his mom. You know, he has memories of his mom. There's a point where he has a vision of his mom, and Crichton was so upset that this little boy didn't have a mommy. Um, which I don't know if that means. We've raised him too emotionally, or if Crichton has mother issues, I don't, I don't know. But I, he, he was so he wanted this little boy to get his mommy back. Well, and that's the whole thing with Peter Pan is that like you know the Lost Boys needed their mother, and that was why Wendy was brought along to be a mother. You know yeah, but, what I mean? Yeah, but Peter didn't want his mom. Peter didn't Correct. want any of that. It's, it's Pan is very much a Peter Pan prequel, and I, I, I can only assume that all the negative reviews of it come from the fact that people didn't think it was going to be a prequel. I think a lot of people went into this expecting, oh, it's Peter Pan again. But no, it, been- it ends with, you know, Captain Hook's got two hands and he's not really a captain and they're still, they're, they're chums. Yeah. Uh, it it ends, hell, it, it ends a good seven, eight years, I would assume, before we get the Peter Pan cartoon. Or, yeah, the, the, the Disney Peter Pan right. movie. So it's it basically like it's like they set it up to have another one or two movies at least. I I think, and I, I'm I'm pretty sure I read this somewhere. This was supposed to be the next Harry Potter. Oh, and they wanted a whole series. Isn't yeah. there a? Wasn't there a novel series called like 
Peter Pan and the Star Chasers or something like that. And there's uh, the the comic series of uh, Peter Panzerfaust. Well, I knew that one. In uh, they made an animated pilot for that with Elijah Wood and Ron Perlman, didn't they? Oh, did they? I don't remember that. I, oh, I thought they did. Maybe that was one of those like um, they random things they it? did around. Well, I think they might have uh, did it and or like made it look like it by. Um, Having a uh, like a, an April Fool's prank, I, I might have missed when that happened, but I thought that was a thing that happened okay. too. Um, man, yeah, I, I still want to see that. I still wanted to see that movie because I thought the, I like the who was it? Uh, I think in two thousand five or two thousand six, there was a Peter Pan movie, and Jason Isaacs was Captain Hook, yes. and that was that was really good. I actually enjoyed that version of it, and that movie got blasted too. And I'm like, it's basically. Uh, a live action version of the animated film. I don't understand why people didn't like it. Like there's the whole point where, you know, like he's like teasing <coughs> Captain Hook in the uh in the cave, you know, and everything yeah. like that by throwing his voice well, and stuff. Even if you go back and watch the original animated Peter Pan, because I had really fond memories of that movie. Yeah. Going back and watching it, it's not as good as I remember. Yeah. It's it's a weird movie where it's like, okay, all of a sudden we're here. Right. And we're here now. Oh, and here's this character. Um and really I, racist Indians. Yeah, a, a lot of my Peter Pan love and knowledge comes from the Fox Kids animated series. Uh, Peter Pan and the Pirates. Peter yes. Pan and the, the Neverland Pirates? What, whatever it was. P- was it yeah. Peter and the I don't know. I think it was Peter Pan and the Pirates because you're thinking of Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Yep, 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 yep. Um, and, uh, yeah, and dude, oh. Um, Where Captain Hook was, he was, you know, a big broad-chested blonde guy, wore a black suit, Peter wore all brown, he had uh, the Lost Boys, and they they were all, they they had names, they weren't just dressed up like animals. Right. Um, I love that cartoon, too, and I, like, the only people that I ever hear reference this, you're one of them, the only other person I heard reference it was... Mark Hamill, when he was talking about how, when he was auditioning for the Joker, that the original Joker dub was done by, um, who did Captain Hook's voice? Uh, I, I, I can hear his voice and I completely blank on his name now. From, um, whole British, um, he, uh, he was in, um, Rocky Horror Picture Show, the main guy in Rocky Horror Tim Picture Curry? Show. Tim Curry? Tim Curry, thank you. Um, he does the voice of Captain Hook. And he did the but and he did the voice of the Joker, and he said, you know, he does a good job as the Joker. But they're like Fox is like, we already have this Peter Pan cartoon where he's the villain. We don't want to have him be the main villain in another show. And that's how yeah. Mark Hamill ended up getting the Joker role. Wow. Yeah. Well, and that, and I guess he blew away Bruce Timms and all the uh, all those guys when they were like, or uh, who was. Uh, I can never think of the the Warner Brothers woman who who's been in charge for like thirty years, but she was just like, "Oh my God, this is this is it right here." You know what I mean? Like, um, but yeah, like no nobody remembers this cartoon, and I've been dying for this to come out on DVD because with with you know Jake and the Neverland Pirates and Ethan loving that, and I'm like, he's gonna love this cartoon. Well, there there was I just looked it up uh, through Tim Curry. Um, it lasted two seasons. There were 60, mm-hmm. 65 episodes. Yep. Um, great. That's a lot of episodes. Well, I mean, this is back in the day where they, you know they made five episodes a week. Right, exactly. And Warner Brothers was or five. You know, they were just like churning that stuff out too. You know, was so was this not a Disney thing? No, no, it was not. It was it was on Fox Kids, and I think Warner Brothers even did the uh, the producing for it. Huh. 
Um, but no, I see. I remember that one because I remember the episode. It, the the one episode I always remember is when Captain Hook has a birthday, and I remember all of the pirates like getting him gifts, and they're like, "It's a musket," and here's like cannonballs, and like that. That's what they yeah. were giving. And Peter Pan made a big deal about like you know nobody gets older in Neverland. You can't have a birthday and everything. You know. Well, I, I remember I remember the the uh, the Lost Boy slightly. I remember him. He started uh, everything with slightly. You know, I mean that was the his go to adjective. Slightly, and I remember he stole he stole the map of Neverland from Peter or Tinkerbell or somebody, and he was he wanted something to be named after him. He changed it to Slightly Gorge, and <laughs> then he accidentally erased something, and he realized that whatever you modified on the map modified the actual In island. Rome. Yeah, wow. And I thought that's that's crazy. That's cool. There, that, there were so that, many great moments of that. But yeah, that, yeah, that, back I to agree. the movie Pan. Yes, I, I think. I mean it. It's it's the prequel of a prequel. <laughs> it is because even the next movie, I don't. If they made another movie after this, Pan, you know, Pan Two, um, this time it's personal. Um, I I don't think we would have seen Pan and Hook become. Do you think they would have done five movies that lead up to him becoming Peter Pan and Captain Hook? Yes, like I, by, by like movie four, like they're at odds, and movie five, it's a full out battle, and like Hook loses his hands at the end of movie five, and everything, you know? Yeah, maybe maybe you know three or four or five. Yeah. Hmm. You hear my little dog in the corner having nightmares? No, no, I don't. Uh, so she's over there whining and kicking. Oh, Drake does it too. It's pretty. It's hysterical. Um, but I. I think I would recommend both of those movies. Okay. Um, I, I definitely, you know, I take your input and I, I like the fact that you have the, the outsider moviegoer perspective. Does that make sense? Like, you know, like um, people are, you know, you're not the bandwagon person to where you're like, well, everybody loved this movie. So I'm, I'm obviously going to love this movie too. You're, you're, you can enjoy a movie, but be critical about it too. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Fan- Fantastic Four is not not a very good movie, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, exactly. And and uh, and, and I'll kind of go into my my review a little bit here too because I've what have I, I I just watched Spectre tonight with Liz, and I think it's it's good, but it's the weaker I think of the Daniel Craig Bond films. Is this his final one? I think he has one more. Okay. He looks good, Silas Bond. He doesn't like his age shows a little in the hair, but I mean facially and everything. I think he still looks really good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he personifies Bond very well. Is is um, Bond like a Doctor Who thing, where as soon as they announce who Bond is, they're already speculating who the next Bond is going to be? Kind of, yeah. Because uh, I think halfway through his deal, there was always the question of who was going to be his replacement. Because when Going back long ago, Sean Connery was Bond. Um, there was uh, he had falling outs with studios during one of the like the third or fourth film. I think it was the fourth one, and they were already like, "Who are we going to get to replace him? Because this might not go over well." And you know that's how George Lazenby jumps in, and he's only in for one movie, and he had never acted before, and somehow swindled his way into doing this and made a really good movie. Just not a he's not a it's. He's just not Bond, unfortunately. Hmm. He does a good job, but it's just not – when you have Sean Connery, he, it's in between all the Sean Connery films. You just go um, – it's hard to see Sean Connery doing that film too is the other weird part. But like they're, they were always like speculating like who's going to be the next one? Who's going to be the next one? You know, so yeah, um, yeah that's, that's, that's an ongoing trend. And I mean they've talked about um, Edris Elba being the next Bond. Which is a drastic change in pace, obviously, because he's a he's a darker complected gentleman. Well, he also uh, seems to be more physical of an actor. 
Yes. I mean, not and not that Daniel Craig isn't. Daniel Craig is Idris Elba. Like, just he looks like he's like three hundred pounds of muscle. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he 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 wears it well. I've not watched his uh, show um, Luther? Luther, but but I really want to. I've always heard good stuff about it. I I've watched the first I think maybe two and a half episodes, and I found it very boring. Okay. Um, that, I mean, that's fair enough. Yeah. But he well, he's a anything, he's a good actor. I just didn't mm-hmm. didn't care for the pacing. Yeah. And you know, some people they like that. Sl- I mean, when I think when you have first uh, first run of a show. Your first season should not have pacing problems. You should be like – you should have good pace, and if you want to draw out a story, work on that as you get to the end of the season to continue to the next season. You know what I mean? Because like, yeah. you don't want to like be like, hey, we're going to do 15 episodes, and it's going to be an overarching – or you know, huge you know, overarc, and you're going to get the whole thing in 15 episodes. Yep. People, people would be more – acceptable of that in like season three and not season one you know well, i think that i notice a trend in myself the older i get the more to the point and fun i want things to be yes like i'm i'm not looking for for some sort of long drawn out morality play anymore i think you'll enjoy that about the new star wars film because um and i and and I enjoyed the hell out of the film. It, it was fun to get to see Star Wars on the big screen, and it's a return to forum. But m- the if I was going to say, is it the best one ever? Not by any means whatsoever. Okay. Um, is it very enjoyable? Yes. But the reason is, and we had talked about this earlier in the year. Remember when I said um, people kind of want to see the same movie again, like from the original trilogy. And that was one of the big gripes about the prequels is like, nobody cared about these characters and this, that, and the other. Um, and that's kind of what JJ Abrams did. It was like, how do we return this to form? We'll go with familiar characters, familiar plot points, and we'll take the bet. It's like the greatest hits of the original three movies, essentially like, um, you know, yeah, pretty much. Cause it's like, uh, big deadly machine. Um, Surprise reveal, uh, cool space act, you know, like, you know, uh, surprise, you know, some, you know, surprising deaths. Things That's like just that. going like, to make it harder for uh, who's who's directing the next one? Ryan Johnson? Your boy, Ryan. Your Ryan That's just going to make it yeah, harder for him. I think he's just going to be able to pick up the pieces and run. I, it, but though. he's not going to be able to rely on the, the standard tropes anymore. Maybe. But I, I mean, they. But the nice thing is, they do sprinkle the new characters in that the younger, or the newer audiences who may have just like, maybe been passively fans with Star Wars or just kind of you know like maybe this is their first experience. They have that character to gravitate towards too okay. now too. So, um, but, I mean, that's that's kind of what it is though. Like it's the greatest hits of the Star Wars. So I mean, it's enjoyable and it's fun and it and it, I think the pacing is pretty good for most of the movie too you know what i mean like they, they it's very it's jj abrams he does a it, there's one thing he does i think his pacing is pretty consistent through most of his movies from what I, as i can recall like especially in the trek movies like they don't lag a lot the, you know the I mean? first star trek movie i was totally fine with the second one we, we've we've talked about that i think enough that we, we don't need to retread that again uh, i'm trying to think of other right. jj abrams movies um uh there was the mission impossible which, Three. outside of tom cruise is, was a fun movie uh, okay. Philip and then Philip Seymour Hoffman's a great eight. villain. Yeah, Super, Super Eight. eight which, so, uh, which, which is a good film, except for that one thing with the, 
with where you're wanting to feel compassion for that alien and he's eating humans in yeah. the cave and you're just like this doesn't no. make much sense I'm like, now. Where, where are we going what is it it's et but then you find out he's a cannibal right it's so it's like it, it, i think super eight is a good movie but there's that part where you just scratch your head and kind of go like because it's like there's that one spot and if that spot doesn't exist and if you just make it where he's like maybe eating cattle or sheep you know yeah. like that you're like hey why is there all the sheep and cattle disappearances oh because this guy's chowing or down some sort of he, elf this is his... scenario where the kids catch him eating a cat yeah. and they're like no 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 they talk the cat out of his mouth type of right, thing exactly. and he's like i didn't know i mean because it's so it's got so much humor in it and it's like that that part just takes a dark twist a little yeah. too far yeah. you know what i mean um, but Super 8, for the most part, I really enjoyed, except for the, just that it just left me what, puzzled. What else is you know what I mean? Got under his belt. Um, he has Alias. The TV show. Okay. Correct. Uh, Cloverfield. Um, but he just, Clover, he just produced, uh, he produced that, that. he was involved. Yeah. I mean, we could um, you know, thank him or blame him for Lost, because he got the ball rolling on that. Correct. Um, I think that's pretty much his career in a nutshell. And then... Uh, I think that's so. That it this so far, was isn't his it? fourth movie. Is that right? Can that be right? Maybe it is. Two Star Trek movies, Super Eight, and this. That can't be. And Mission Impossible. So fifth movie, sixth okay. movie, maybe. Um. But like you know, like uh, I, I've also learned with as much as I love Star Wars, like. I don't want to get my hopes up too much, especially off of initial crowd reaction, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'd rather just be like, I'm just going to accept this for what it's worth. I mean, like, and the other thing we've talked about is the movies that we loved as a kid, you can't recreate that magic necessarily and impact it at 30 years old as you were impressionable as like five to 10 yeah, years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that sticks a little with you a little better. So it was very enjoyable. I can't wait to take Ethan to go see it. And I can't wait to kind of like dissect it a little bit more. But there's there's some good stuff in it. I think it was pretty enjoyable. But I'm, I'm not going to say that people are like, this is by far the best Star Wars movie I've ever seen. I'm like, dude, like, that, that you need time and distance to look at something like that. I, I can't say that until like five years later and the other two are out and I can be like, you know what, man? All right, that was pretty good. Right. You know what I mean? I, like I can enjoy it. In I the have moment. the intention of seeing it eventually. I'm just not a diehard guy, so I didn't feel the need to rush out and see it. I I, I will probably see happy. the next one a heck of a lot sooner because <clears> I, <throat> I I like that because you yeah. love the director. I, b- I and, believe uh, he's also writing uh, it. Yeah, I think he he's he's got his hand in. My only concern with Ryan Johnson doing the next one is that he may not get to do the next one. And, and I'll tell you my my brief theory about this is that maybe Disney looks at this and be like, "Wow, this movie made more money than God." Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 a grossing insane amount of money. Is that just the brand, or did J.J. Abrams capture something that made people well, Abrams really happy? is staying you know what I mean? on as producer, right? So yes, he, correct. in theory, Disney's going to be like, "Okay, you need to oversee this." You know, kind of how right. uh, Joss Whedon is. Or what was overseeing all the Marvel products. Correct. And that that, that, that could be a mess of stuff here before yeah. long, too. <laughs> like, yeah. I, 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 will, yeah, like, I want to talk to you about Doctor Strange, and uh, we'll, we'll save that for next episode. Okay, yeah, we'll go ahead and uh, can this for right now. Um, but hey, man, it was good to get to do this again. It's, it's, it's always fun. fun. Let's, <laughs> let's see if we can't do it a little more frequently. Okay.
exactly. In, in Bye, the Internet. <laughs> Bye.